0: Welcome to Sound of Truth Weekly Interview, where we have conversations with ordinary people to learn how our extraordinary God is at work in people's lives and in the world today. I'm your host, Brett Morani, and I'm excited you've joined us. I'm completely serious when I say I am so blessed and so honored to have David Burton here in the studio with me. We just recorded an episode about his testimony and his growing up years and his story of how God called him into vocational ministry, specifically with a heart for evangelism. And so I want to encourage our listeners to go back and listen to that episode previous to this one. But he's back to share now with us about that passion, about evangelism. Now, if you don't know what that word is, that means sharing Jesus Christ with others, telling the good news of the gospel. In fact, the word gospel means good news. It's telling other people how they can have a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Which, of course, is only possible because Christ, the sinless Son of God, God himself, left the glories of heaven, the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, left heaven, came down to earth, lived a perfect life, no sin. Even though he was tempted in every way that you and I were tempted, the Bible says, and yet without sin. He was the acceptable sacrifice for our sins. He went to the cross. He took the punishment that we deserve on the cross of Calvary. He died in our place. He was buried three days later. He rose from the grave, conquering death and hell, appeared to more than 500 witnesses at one time, several witnesses over the course of 40 days, and then he ascended to the Father to the right hand of the Father, where he sits today, where he's interceding for us, his children, his people. That's the gospel message that Christ died and rose for me and for you. That's something you have to know in order to be saved. I was sharing the gospel just the other day with a teenager, I said, in order for you to be saved, there's something you got to know. I told him about Jesus. I shared what I just shared. And I said, there's also something you need to do. You have to receive this offer of salvation by repenting of your sin. Mark chapter one, Jesus came preaching, repent and believe the gospel. It's one act. You're turning away from your sin and turning to Christ to save you. That's the gospel. That's the message we have to share. And it will save you for all of eternity. It'll rescue you from Eternal separation from God, a place called hell that Jesus talked about more than he talked about heaven. As Christians, we've been entrusted with this marvelous message that has saved us and Mm. changed us. And we ought to desire to go tell people about this. Good. But a lot of people are afraid to do it for a lot of reasons. So, David previously served for several years as the director of evangelism for the Florida Baptist Convention. And I'm just really, truly thankful that he's come here to talk with us about how to evangelize how to share the gospel because there's so many different ways to approach this subject with people. So David, I hope that has really kind of Good. if you're if you're do you ever golf, you me David? Pumped yes okay so i hope i put that ball on the tee really perfect for am you am i ready to hit the ball now go ahead and take a right swing. straight
1: down the fairway that's what brother.
0: we're expecting brother 300 yards there can you, you do go. that well nah, <laughs> maybe <laughs> one long time with the wind blowing from your mouth anymore <laughs> man listen
1: i appreciate it. you you started it out well you've used a lot of words that uh have the word go in it you know when you think about evangelism it is to go the great commission. Just start mm-hmm. there. Everybody listening right now knows about the great commission, or mo- most people listening have heard, you know, about the great commission. It's it's not a request. It is the great uh, commission to go, and you can't spell the word God, which you've used several times already, without mm-hmm. go. You've used the word gospel. You can't spell the word gospel without go. You said good news a minute ago. You I can't you can't spell the word good news without go. So. We, we've got to go. I love the way you started out talking about evangelism and uh, basically what evangelism is, defining evangelism. A lot of times when I'm doing classes, I'll write the word evangelism up on the board, and uh, right in the middle of the word evangelism, Brett, well, let me, let me say this. You tell me, what is in the middle of the word evangelism?
0: Evangelism.
1: What's the middle word? Can you see it? We don't have a board here. <laughs> He's helping me out, folks. (laughs) Angel. Angel, which means messenger. If you you could see it, you would understand it. So I write that word evangelism up there, and right in the very middle of the word evangelism is the word angel. Mm -hmm. And the angels were known as the proclaimers of the good news. It Mm -hmm. is a messenger. We're all to be messengers. We're all to be little angels talking about jesus so evangelism is to proclaim as an angel would that great news of jesus so we're all to do the work of an evangelist but we're not maybe all evangelist as we would think of the preacher coming in standing behind the pulpit preaching the gospel having the anointing of drawing the net and seeing a lot of people saved so not everybody has that that ability to be the evangelist but we a lot of people have the gift of evangelism Mm -hmm. And that's the ease of talking to other people about Jesus, and you will see uh, results. Uh, On average, they say from the convention over the years and years, on average, we share Jesus with 10 people before one is saved. Mm. And uh, that's worked out in my life. I can just almost go back, and I don't document, and write all this down, but I can just about say I share with nine or 10 people and then one will be saved, you know? Mm. And that's just in my daily walk out and about here, there, and yonder. So, uh, and in our motorcycle ministry, we do document it. And it's one in 10 people who come under the tent to hear the gospel presented that are born again. Uh, that's another subject for another day. Evangelism is something that every believer needs to be a part of. We've got to do the work of an evangelist. When I get up in the morning, I hope hell starts hollering, oh no, Burton's up. Mm-hmm. You know Why? Because hell knows that I'm going to take every opportunity I can every day, wherever I am, and I'm going to look at people and I'm going to see people. In my mind, I'm going to wonder, do they know Jesus? The person mm-hmm. at the checkout line in front of me, I'm wondering, do they know Jesus? The person right. behind me at a checkout line, do they know Jesus? The person that pulls up beside me in a car to pump gas, I'm thinking in my mind, do they know Christ? Secondly, how can I get into a conversation with that person? about Christ. Yeah. So, something I've done over the years is just developed so many little catchphrases and all of just how do I get into that conversation about Jesus. You mentioned the word fear a while ago, how people are afraid to mm-hmm. talk about Jesus. The number one reason people don't share their faith, don't talk about Jesus, don't evangelize, whatever word you want to use, is fear. That's Absolutely. the first thing. No doubt about that. Everybody's afraid. Yeah. And I'm, I'm afraid. I've done this all my life. I've been in the ministry 52 years. And from the get-go, from a testimony I mentioned, 12 hours after I was saved, I was sharing Jesus with my entire third grade class, what Jesus had done for me the night before. But over all these years, I've never overcome the fear. Sometimes the struggle I have is, well, I'm afraid. The second reason people give for not sharing their faith is I don't know what to say. You know, right. I get over my
0: fear, but then, man,
1: What do I say?
0: I don't want to blow it. Yeah. I don't want to mess it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what people think. I can remember
1: preaching um, in my pastorate prior to going to work with the Florida Baptist Convention for over 25 years, but I remember preaching on evangelism, and I had a, a father come up to me the following Sunday. And he said, Burton, we got in the car after last week's message, and we were so excited about sharing Jesus with other people, and we wanted to go do that. And my son was in the back seat, and he leaned over and he said, Daddy, boy, that was a great message, you know. It, you know, man, we want to go share Jesus. And he said, but, but how do we do that? And I looked at that that layperson, person I said, man, thank you for sharing that. I've, I've commissioned you, told you, preached to you. Go do something that I've not taught you how to do. Mm-hmm. And one of my responsibilities as a pastor, as it is yours, is to teach Jesus people how to do the work of the ministry whether it be service whether it be giving whether it be evangelism whatever it might be i use a i use the process called multiple entry points Mm. and i'm showing this to you right now but but this is is something i'll leave with you but just why why do i use multiple entry points if you remember and a lot of people listening right now can remember back in the day as southern baptist we almost always had one silver bullet uh, it was in the beginning. It was uh, the four spiritual laws. I think that was a first way of sharing Jesus I can ever remember back in the '70s. That was the
0: Campus Crusade for Christ resource mm-hmm. from Doctor Bill, Bill Bright. Bright.
1: Yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Little pamphlet, yellow, and it God had God has a wonderful plan for your life. Rule number and, one. And that, yeah. yeah, you know. So, so there were four spiritual law, four spiritual mm-hmm. points. You had this little booklet, and you opened it up, and you talked to someone how to be saved. You actually read it, pointed to pictures, and all in there. You know, there's faith and fact, and all of that. You sure. remember all that? Yeah. Well, then we we graduated, and Southern Baptists came up with their own track, and it was how to have a full and meaningful life, mm. and so it was mm-hmm. a little green track. And uh, then uh, years later, we came up. with When you with say a
0: track, just wanted to find this because it's good. not very common today. Exactly. You're talking about a, a very small little pamphlet, like exactly uh, that you can hand out. That you can purchase these gospel tracks. Right,
1: it could be a four-page pamphlet, yeah. or it could be a twenty-page little booklet. You yeah, T R A C
0: T S, not exactly not tracks like your. Walking Walking through and tracking with through T-R-A-C-T-S. the house and your or all that. Yeah, for
1: years, I don't know. I probably said tracks with a yeah.
0: K for years before I realized,
1: man, it's not tracks. It's tracks. It's hard to say it tracks. Is. But yeah. anyway, you're right. And I have a little saying because I use a lot of gospel tracks. I'll say, leave tracks in your tracks. Ah. Everywhere you walk and make tracks. Leave gospel tracts, T R A C T S. Mm-hmm. So leave tracks in your tracks. But uh, reasons we need to use multiple points and is- did of one silver bullet. You know, another big silver bullet was Evangelism Explosion. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the folks listening went through Evangelism Explosion. That was right a here 16, in the state of Florida by yeah. Dr.
0: D. James Kennedy at, at the Coral Ridge Presbyterian right. Church in Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Great guy. Kathy and I went down and were trained nationally and internationally, and I teach that mm-hmm. and did it for years in our churches. Then in Southern, Southern Baptist, Baptist
0: came up with CWT. CWT. Yeah.
1: I have to write CWT. I was at a church okay. in Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee, Germantown, Tennessee, and I was asked to participate in the writing of CWT, okay. helped write and design the little green booklet, or excuse me, the little blue booklet that came out called Eternal Life Track, the Eternal Life All right. Track. Yeah. All that is is an abbreviation, just the outline of CWT. And it's still very popular today. Matter of fact, I brought one today right C- here. We CWT
0: stands for Continued Witnessing Training or Continued... Continuous, Continuous. Witness- Witness training. Witness training, okay. Um,
1: CWT, CWT. And it was phenomenal. But in that day and time, back in the 70s and 80s, people seemed to have more time. They could give you 14 Monday nights to come to church to study, so memorize, in this process. go out and do it. Yeah. Today, you couldn't find people that would give you 14 straight Monday nights You know, if right. your life depended on it. Yeah. So we've had to, to redesign things. Same message, just a different packaging of the way we share Christ. So uh, another reason we, we need to have different approaches is we have different personalities in the church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've had people say, well, Burton, well, if I had your personality, I could go out and do that. And right. I look at them, I go, well, it, it really doesn't have anything to do with your personality. God's designed you like you are and he wants to use your personality but because there are different personalities and there are also different ages in our church so if i just use one particular approach i may not hit the personality i may not hit the age the age person may not like doing that younger people like some fashion of sharing their faith older people like another way so there's different ages and another reason i use different types of approaches of uh There are different lengths of time somebody's been a Christian. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll teach a room full of people, and some people are brand new Christians, maybe a month, maybe two months old, maybe a year old. And then I'll also be teaching in that same room somebody's been a Christian 50 years. So there are different people, different personalities, different ages of people, different lengths of time someone has been a Christian. So one approach today just doesn't work, and I like to keep things real simple. Uh, Every method I've got that I'll share with you and people listening is very, very simple. And I'll leave all this with you for you to use.
0: Well, that's some great stuff on evangelism from my friend David Burton. An interview that we trust has been informative, educational, and inspirational for you. And I hate to break in, but. David has a lot more to share with us, and for time's sake, we're going to bring this episode to a close. We want to invite you to join us for our next episode, where we'll pick up where we left off with David Burton. He's going to share with us some of the tools he uses to engage people with the glorious good news of Jesus Christ. So make sure you return, or better yet, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please hit subscribe or follow, or whichever word is used on your preferred podcast platform to be able to be informed when a new episode of Sound of Truth with Brett Morani is released. So thanks again for joining us and have a blessed rest of your day. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville and is copyrighted by Brett Amarani, 2023.